0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim 815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode: KB Leaves a 5-0 Cubs win and ask me questions if i was confusing sometimes maybe this isn't the time but sometimes it's probably a good thing to go over terminology the cubs 5-0 win today was kind of by the numbers the brewer the pirates i mean are Not all that. And the Cubs, as I noted before, worked through to the softer portion of the bullpen and abused it. The important thing of the game was Chris Bryant leaving early, but then you knew that. It was really interesting on Facebook, eyeballing all the Chris Bryant stuff. He's made of glass. He doesn't care. He's injury prone. He's da-da-da-da-da. I wonder how many of those people have taken a 95-mile-an-hour fastball off the hat. Chris Bryant wants to be playing really well, more than any of you want him to be. You know why? If he plays really well down the stretch in 2020 and really well in 2021, he gets filthy rich in free agency, and that's what he's been banking on the entire time. Years ago, years ago, he could have said, you know what, I'm completely willing to stay in Chicago for my entire career, signed a nice extension, had a nice you know, six or seven-year run, in addition to what he's had so far in Chicago, made a nice heap of money. He could have done Anything he wanted here. He could have had a car dealership, could have worked on uh pregame, post-game radio, and all that kind of stuff. He could, you know, could have worked on the um Marquee network, all that kind of stuff. But Chris Bryant decided to wager on himself. He didn't want to sign a team-friendly extension, he instead wanted to play through and get to free agency and cash in big because that is what is best for his players' union. I get it. I understand it. I'm not going to argue it. That is a certain way to do things, and it perfectly made sense for Bryant. Why did it make sense for Bryant? Because, frankly, no matter what happens in his life, he does have enough money to survive. His kids... They're not going to have to go to a bad public school. They're just not. I don't care what happens with the economy. Chris Bryant has enough money. He's going to be able to have some squirreled away. He'll be fine. He wanted to get to that point where he received a Bryce Harper contract, a Manny Machado contract, and he was relatively close to that happening. If he would have had a year like he had two years ago, or even last year, this year. He'd have been in really good shape, and he would have had the Cubs completely over a barrel. So, are you going to let me walk away with all you're receiving back in exchange as a second-round draft pick? Now, the premise of Chris Bryant signing a guaranteed long-term monster contract That's totally dependent upon him doing well next year. He has an oblique injury. I'm not sure if he'll be ready to play in a week. Maybe yeah, maybe nah. It might have to be David Bodie. We'll have to see. (sighs) Chris Bryant wants to be playing well. Playing well at the elite level of any of the major sports levels is very difficult to do. It's quite easy for somebody whose entire, entire physical workout regimen is hurrying to the stoplight before it turns red. Chris Bryant wants to be doing successfully. He wants to be successful. His body, right now, for whatever reasons, isn't letting him. Okay, let's talk terminology, which is what I threatened anyway. People hear about the long-term contract or free agency contract or anything along those lines with a major league player there are usually three years, though sometimes only two. Actually, sometimes there's a bit more than three, where the team tells you this is the contract you will receive. it's, It's how it's set up. It's how it's set up. There's a league minimum. The team can offer you pretty much whatever they want to as long as it's over the league minimum. Once a player gets to arbitration... Salary almost always goes up. Again, that's how the system is organized. Sometimes a player will have a contract go down in in an arbitration sort of season. Very rarely. And the numbers this year don't even count toward that. So if Chris Bryant has a bad season, the Cubs can't say, well, see, he had a bad season, so he should get a pay cut. In 2020, that's not happening. Chris Bryant doesn't get punished for having a bad year. Ian Happ doesn't get credited for having a good year. 2020 is just screwed up like with everything else. So this offseason, the Cubs, well, by November, the Cubs have... Two choices with Chris Bryant. Two choices, only two. One is tender his contract and allow the arbitration process to work. The other option is don't tender him a contract and he immediately becomes a free agent with the Cubs receiving no compensation. That's it, that's all. There are no other options. I guess they could possibly come to an agreement before the season ends on something, but that's not going to happen either. So the Cubs, by November, have two two choices. Keep Chris Bryant around and pay him whatever the arbitration system says he will get paid, or two, release him. Those are the two options. After that, then they can try to pursue a trade, but let's say Bryant's making $18 million next year. Who's going to want to trade a real prospect for a third baseman who, I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm going to pay $18 million for whatever that, I don't know what he's going to do is going to be. Who's going to trade a quality prospect for that or a quality veteran? Or, uh, the Cubs are in a tricky spot with Chris Bryant. They are. And basically, what it's going to boil down to is bring him back, hope it works, and then deal with it from there. When people talk about Chris Bryant, sometimes they're talking out of sheer frustration. If a person is talking about Chris Bryant out of sheer frustration, you're probably better off just letting him go, him or her go. Because if they're just trying to vent, obviously they're just trying to vent. But if someone is actually trying to learn how things work, this is a very teachable moment. Yeah, Bryant, Cubs have the two options. They can either tender him a contract and let arbitration go through, or they can non-tender him and let him be a free agent and walk away with no compensation. Mention that to somebody tonight. They weren't in a learning mood. And eh, no, 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 I was being wrong. Bryant's a tough call, but as you look at Bryant and where Bryant is now, there's something really important to remember. Extensions, all that's guaranteed is the money. The production is not guaranteed. People, a couple years ago, the Cubs should definitely extend Chris Bryant. It, it, it shouldn't matter how much you're offering him. Bring him back. Let, bring him back for another eight or ten years. It doesn't matter what you pay. Him. Well, let's see. What happens if the Cubs had given Chris Bryant an eight-year extension, $30 million per? That money's guaranteed. You see what he's doing now. Maybe that's who he is, maybe it isn't. The money's guaranteed. The reason fun office executives are such, insert word here that applies, is because they realize once the contract is signed, the money is guaranteed. It doesn't matter if he can play or not. Chris Bryant was given Numerous chances to sign a presumably viable free agent extension. Four years, five years, 15 million, 16 million. I don't know what it was. Who knows? But if the Cubs would have signed that, the way things look now, that would have been kind of horrible because he doesn't look like he's going to, you know, anything up and in if he gets i don't know there some people seem to be rejoicing in Chris Bryant's injuries i think it sucks because he wants to be doing as well as he's ever been but his body isn't allowing it and possibly he could have shut it down for another 3 weeks but if your body's not responding, your body's not responding and it's tough to it's tough to maximize what you're trying to do. It's really hard. And some people, some alleged Cubs fans are not very receptive toward accepting the fact that someone's body isn't working right now. Fortunately for the Cubs, he has one more season. And if he proves something in that season, they can adjust on the fly from that. And if he doesn't do anything in the next season, well, he's a free agent. Why do I constantly harp on? A team should always be about developing their own players to replace players currently on the roster. Because you can never tell when a player, for one reason or another, is no longer going to be who you thought he used to be. Chris Bryant left a 5-0 Cubs win today. Will he be ready for the postseason? I don't know. With the Ildamaro Vargas injury placement overnight or through the evening, if they hadn't put Ildamaro Vargas on the injured list, they could have put Chris Bryant on the injured list. I don't know if that. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. Not only do you have to play out the games to see who wins, you have to play out the games to see who's healthy. And as the Cubs continue on through the next days before the postseason, I say exactly what I said before the Chris Bryant injury. Rotate people through. Let guys play. have Let people have days off. Shuffle them about and see which guys are hot. Kyle Schwarber had two doubles today. That's a good sign. Keep rotating people in and out. Let multiple players get in, and whoever looks hot the last three or four games of the regular season, make sure they get postseason bats. It was nice playing the Pirates. The Pirates are not a good team. And people who were saying, well, how are the Cubs possibly going to be, beat the Pirates? How can the Pirates possibly be worse than the Cubs? They saw. They saw. The Pirates are not a good team. And the Pirates aren't really very close to being a good team. So in 2021, with two teams making the playoffs from the National League Central, it will probably either be the Cardinals, the, Pir- uh, the, Cardinals, the Cubs, or the Brewers. Two of those, four, possibly three. Chris Bryant, how he will do in October 2021? Your guess is as good as mine. But you should probably learn from the Chris Bryant experience that players don't necessarily always get better. Though I hope you do realize when a player misfires athletically, they are more pissed off than you are. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs go, and be nice to people.